again. Don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. <laughs> And today we meet again. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I don't even know who's in my pocket, bro. It's I haven't even pocket. thought about that. Oh, me neither. <laughs> While like, we think about it, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna tell a story. Okay. About what happened a couple of days ago, which just our laughing just reminded me of. Oh, basically. Me and my friend Emily were in here catching up with our lives. We haven't like talked in who is that since last <laughs> semester. Emily's my straight friend. Oh, <laughs> welcome, Emily. Emily, yeah, we were watching her favorite musical, her favorite movie ever, which is The Last Five Years, um, with Anna Kendrick and Jeremy Jordan. Fantastic, fantastic. That's his name, right? I think so. But I need to anyway, we were catching up. We were like, you know me. I like to laugh. Right. I like to enjoy myself. A giggle? We love those. I, I love a giggle. And like about like 20 minutes into our conversation, I hear a knock at the door. And I'm like, come in. And then nothing happens. And I hear another knock. I'm like, just come in. Like, wh- like I, I assume it's like, you know, Sarah or like one of our friends. Yeah. And then this girl like opens the door. Hello? And it's our next door neighbor. And she's oh. like, um, she could probably hear me saying this, honestly. She's like, um, I heard laughing. Were you guys laughing? <laughs> what? Like, um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we were what? laughing. You we were having a good time. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm all for that. I love, like, good time. But, like, if you wouldn't mind keeping it down right now, because... I'm about to have an interview and I don't like, you know, I don't want them to be like, you know, who's laughing. I was like, oh yeah, sure. Okay. And then she like leaves. I'm like, there's no interest. Okay. For context, I've never spoken to this girl in my entire life. Were she comes you guys in and has laughing? the audacity to ask me to stop joy? being happy. <laughs> like snuffle my joy. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Anyway. Then we're watching the movie. I turned the volume all the way up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, girl. fuck you and your interview. You're in college. They should know. Exactly. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's through the wall. How are they <laughs> going to hear that? You're on Zoom. And even if they do, it's going to be muffled. It's not yeah. going to be like somebody right next to her is laughing. Yeah, it's not I like there's like she cackling directly into the I microphone. I cannot believe like, she came. Because me personally, if, like, because I'm very obviously in college, if I would have just told the interviewer, like, sorry, there's some background noise. Like, my neighbors are yeah. laughing. Plus Zoom. We've recorded on Zoom. Zoom cuts that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. That's not for real. It's not for real. I have it not really conjured not. up yeah. someone in my pocket. Wait, I had someone and then I lost it. I I can start if you, you if you don't start. have anything. You have to start. Um in my pocket this week. Oh, I know what's in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> anyway, back to me. <laughs> of course. Center of attention. Um I'm kidding. of course. In my More pocket life. this week is the character Laura Peterson on the morning show. Oh my god, <laughs> you need to drop this. Listen, it's not Juliana Margulies because <coughs> next <laughs> anyway, Don't like even. questionable. Don't um, even bring that up. Instagram post, but um, it is Laura Peterson because recently on the morning show, y'all know the morning show. It's it's where <laughs> Reese yeah. Witherspoon is a gay ass bitch. And spoiler alert, but the most recent episode of the morning show, which was six, Juliana Margulies or Laura Peterson, <laughs> Laura Peterson, the character Laura Peterson steps up to the plate. Laura Peterson goes to Reese Witherspoon's uh, brother's brother. Wait, are they like in a relationship? They're in a sort of relationship sort of thing. Not really, but what i thought it was like canonically together they are canonically together at certain points but at this <laughs> point in history in time they are mm. not but laura peterson goes to reese witherspoon's brother's brother and she asks him she's like listen like uh reese witherspoon's brother for context 
um, was involved in January 6th and like stormed the Capitol. Whoa, whoa. And she's like, listen, I know like in the past I've been, I judged you. Like your hick hick ways, all all, all these, you know, your like white trash ways, and I I judged you without meeting you. She's like, and I'm sorry for that. You're like a sweet guy, and she like explains how important he is to Reese Witherspoon, and she's like, because of that, because of that, you know, I I would I really, really I think I could make Reese Witherspoon happy, Bradley. Bradley happy. I was going to say, we just stopped calling her <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. I think I could really make Bradley happy. And like having your word. Ew. Have, putting in, <laughs> if you put in your word, that would like, that would be. It doesn't he, doesn't he hate gay people? No, he doesn't. Oh. He just, um, he's just, he's just a little weird. But, um. <laughs> Please. It, it, there's nuance. And anyway, and he's like, okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> But this is the, you don't understand, this is the most romantic thing Laura Peterson could ever do. And then, later that day, guess guess what happens? Do they have sex? <laughs> no. Oh. Something even better. <laughs> Bradley, uh, in this case, I use Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon moved Why? up from an F student, or let's say from a D student. Oh, oh, in, in, the, gay, in, gay, in, in gay acting school? In, in gay acting school. Woo! School of kissing. We all she moved up from D to a C student. <gasps> okay. Oh, yeah. in kissing. In kissing. School. Does it look more real? I mean, listen. Her. her you have mouth to pull the seat up. tight. So <laughs> <laughs> that that's a that's you have a to win show for me. me Lena. And that's the power of Laura Peterson. And Laura Peterson also just like looked so good Lord. in that freaking episode. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Who's in your pocket? Thank you, Lena. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm going to need visual aid. You know I'm never serious. I'm going to need visual aid. Well, I'm not serious because what I have, what uh-huh. I have in, in my pocket this weekend is my boom pole and F8 receiver. Oh, my God. <laughs> because here's the thing. I'm not sure. Here. <laughs> what? You can explain to the people what a boom pole and F8 receiver not, is. No, no, no. Not exactly. Okay. It's just a boom pole and then a little box that you record sound from. I'm not going to go to Your sound setup. Yeah. It's my sound setup. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what person? Because I was going to be like, oh, my sister. But my sister will probably be in my pocket next week because she'll mm. be here. And I'm like, what has been like, and I could say Sarah, but like Sarah's a routine. So, you know. <laughs> Sarah's like, a routine. Sarah's routinely in my pocket. So it's like, I need yeah. to, you know, spice it up a bit. Your sister's also been in your pocket. Exactly. So I can't. Times. Shut up. Yeah. Next. <laughs> So I'm like, what, what, what do I feel I've spent, who I've spent the most time with <laughs> in these last couple days? Who's been in your heart and And then I was mind. like, let me think about my weekend. What did I do? Record sound. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. For, for like, I think, 13, hours straight. For, uh, probably 14 hours this weekend. Something around 12, uh, 14, uh, something. A lot of hours. I was with my baby, same boom pole, same F8 mm. receiver. And, you know, I think this weekend was the best sound I've recorded ever so far. Oh, fantastic. I got, like, nothing ever peaked, even really loud things. Like, I was working that thing like clockwork. So, you know, that's what I feel most close to is my boom pole and F8 receiver. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It's a really important relationship to have. It is. In your it life. is. Yeah. It is. You have to be one with yeah. the boom and pole also, and F8 like, receiver. They did have a boom op, like, so I didn't have to hold the boom. Oh, good. The first day. Well, that we had, well, she was on set both days, mm. but there were some scenes, like, in a room where it was too small to have her in there. So I just do it. And even on Sunday, I did most of the boom holding. And honestly, I like it better that way. I like to have full control. Right. You don't like. <laughs> but how explain to because I've I'm like I have limited knowledge with audio. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing boom pole, are you looking are you looking like at your F8 receiver more? Are you looking at the levels more? Are you or are you like focusing more on placement of boom it's both so if i'm doing both i need to one see how wide close the shot Mm. is so i can see how close i can put the boom because obviously the closer it is the better so once i ask my bestie boobay gabriella she was a dp i would ask her like where can i put normally she would also give me good hints as like where i could put Mm -hmm. it a lot of the times i was putting it from below because if it was too high yeah yeah um 
So in essence, I... But were you like shifting the boom pole? Yeah, sometimes I'd walk with the... I'd track. Mm. There was one scene outside where I had the boom pole really long. Like super, super (laughs) long. And I'd track this (laughs) like... so excited about this. I had pictures. It was so long. My arms were killing me. I had... um, I was tracking this group of people, so I was like, and and dodging the camera. Mm-hmm. So it's all about knowing where the the boom cannot go, where it'll be in right. frame. Finding that out before we actually roll. Also, normally because they rehearse, mm-hmm. I'll rehearse with the boom too. So I'll see where my fader should be mm-hmm. for like the sound to be in the proper range. So normally I do that while they're rehearsing, so that when we shoot, like I know where my placement should be. I know where my fader should mm-hmm. be. Normally, if I'm moving with the boom, I'm really getting into this. Yeah, if I'm <laughs> moving with the boom. I won't really touch the fader because I need both my hands. But if it's more of like a stationary thing, like there's one scene where the guy had to like push a bunch of stuff off the mm-hmm. desk, and it was loud as hell. And I was just standing there. So in that part, like I could move it while the shot right. is going because my hand isn't very like occupied. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> See, I need listen. This isn't drawing for me because I really need to. I need to <laughs> practice this because you know what people always need on a film set sound, sound, yeah. especially in college. Like, yeah, no one knows how to. It's a good sound. skill to have, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it, and also I love it because like I don't do anything else. If they're setting up seat stands, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fidgeting with you. I sit I'm like, on oh the my side. God, I, need, um, I sit on the side. Yeah. Well, no, if we have a long break, I'll help. But generally, like I sit on the side and I just wait. <laughs> It's great. Even Gabriella was like, no, 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 that's not your job. That's not your job. Because I was like, I was so tired. And she was like, no, don't worry about it. Like, your job is sound. And that's what you're doing. So, like, don't even. And I was like, you, 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 if you say so, <laughs> I'm going to sit down on the oh couch. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, get into sound, guys. Even on base did I sit down. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was. Anyway. <laughs> On base, yeah, I did. I literally did nothing. <laughs> I forgot you were there. <laughs> I didn't forget you were there. But for a second, I was like, wait, where's Lena? And you were like two flights up. Because I yeah. didn't realize that I had gone so far down. I was like. That I was looking for you. And I was like, what the? I was like, did Lena it's leave? because like we weren't. I'm like a, a grip, right? So it's like. We're there not were like really no lights. Lights. Yeah. And our DP is. or I mean, There's also a gaffer. So like the gaffer, the two LED lights. We got to set up. The gaffer's doing it. Like, they don't need my Don't help. worry. This Friday, you'll be putting in work. Mm. We finish at like 8.30 this Can't Friday. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> anyway, we've been to... We always do... Okay, I thought it was maybe like 20 no, minutes. No, 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 It's no. only been 13. No, we've, we've just been okay, gabbing. Okay. Yeah. Look, you guys learn a lot from this. If you're not a film <laughs> major, you pretty much are. True. Now. You are now. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we get into the movie? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, this week... Boo! I can't. Are you scared? (laughs) (laughs) You're in such a strange mood. What are you talking about? (laughs) God forbid I'm feeling good. You know, Lena. Just because you've been writing all day. You haven't spoken to other people. I've been stressed. But the thing is, I don't let stress get to me. I had therapy today. Oh, you went to therapy. Yes, I didn't cancel it because you told me not to cancel it. And I was like, fuck, she's right. Also, because I go bi-weekly now, so I really need to... Oh, you need to go. I need to go. Yeah. And I went, and I was able to blow off some steam. And oh, right good. after that, I boop, 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 got to type in. I wrote a lot. Some of it I have to delete. A lot of it I have it's to okay. delete. But... Listen, better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good day. You know, at the end of the day, things will get done. Everything's going to get done. It's a good day we went done. to CRBC. I, oh, gas. I was going to put CRBC in my pocket, <laughs> too. I was going <laughs> to put the prosciutto and fig Yo, sandwich. Honestly, I'm, put, I'm putting both of them in my pocket. Bond one me. on the left, one on the right. Mm-hmm. Boom. Give them both to me. <laughs> I'd clear both of them in a sitting. I'm not going to lie. Oh, same. <laughs> but I can't spend $20. $20. My dining points are already at a really scary low Where number. are they? I'm not How telling you. Left? Is it below 400? Yeah, it's Is it below, below 300? 300. I'm not answering that question. I'm not answering any question. Nausea. Dude. It's okay. I don't we even know how like, we got there. We have like two months left. Yeah, I'm honestly... Also, I'm going to start working. So, like, at least if that's out, I'll have money. Right. To pay for CRBC. Yes. Because that's the most important thing. Also, it's quite literally the cheapest. Yeah. Everything else is at least $15. No, it's true. Thank God. It's if, actually the cheapest thing If the thing prosciutto and fig sandwich was $20, I would buy it, but I would be sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, thankfully, it's cheap. So The weight's know. not even prosciutto. It's just ham. Like, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's delicious. It's still... Mm, I don't care. I want to get one tomorrow. <laughs> this is how I have no money. I'll get money. the bond me tomorrow. Like <laughs> <laughs> We're just switching off. 
Once they bring back the turkey club, ooh, and the chimichurri steak. <laughs> I love CRPC. You're not serious. Honestly, last week was the flop week. Yeah, they didn't have anything. That rotation was bun. Yeah. I was like, salami girl. Not salami. Um, what is it? What do you even have? I don't know. Pastrami. Oh, pastrami. And I like pastrami, but I only like pastrami for my dad. Because my dad makes really good sandwiches. And I've never had a pastrami sandwich like my dad's pastrami sandwich. So it would just be a disappointment. Right. So what's the point? The the Cuban was also pretty good. I didn't try the Cuban. I just got I just got Panda Express because I was like, it was good. I need to go back to greens and green. Because you know what? I haven't eaten in a in a brick. A salad? A green item. A green, a green item. item. You're so real. A green <laughs> Dude, food nutrition item. in college is not for the... It's not yeah. serious. Actually, I lied. I did eat a green food item, but when I wasn't in college, like this weekend. So that doesn't really yeah. count. See yeah. how the minute you go home, a vegetable's introduced? Oh, I I ate <laughs> down... Wait, what are they called? Um, uh, Artichoke. Oh, I love artichoke. My favorite thing. About I love artichoke. My favorite thing. One of my favorite things about my my aunt's house is without fail, every single <laughs> time I'm there, she'll set out a full artichoke. Oh, and we'll and with a little like dipping sauce. Oh, we'll eat each thing one dude, by one. Dude, it's the mo- It's the per. It's like the, I love artichoke. God. Artichoke haters, you can eat my ass. Like, I don't care. Yeah, and you know what's going to be coming out of your ass? Artichoke. (laughs) (laughs) So they can eat that Eat this artichoke. (laughs) (laughs) Eat the digested artichoke. Anyways. Wait, should we talk about the movie? We should talk about the movie. It's already 6, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. This week, this week we're talking about a cunty classic one of my favorite movies. I mean, all the movies we talk about. I was going to say. Are my when will movies. I pick a movie? When will <laughs> I pick a movie? <laughs> well, do you have a country classic suggestion? Well, no. Well, no. Well, That's what I thought. I mean, in general, you know. You c- Listen, no one's I'm kidding. stopping. No, no I know. Stopping I know, no. Trust me, I'm not actually. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me when I say I don't actually care. No one's care. stopping you. Although I do like picking the movies. I know you do. I know that. One day I'm going to be like, good. dude. Never again. I'm I'm picking. I every thought movie that was af- after Showgirls. I was expecting. I should have learned from that. <laughs> what I did learn from Showgirls is that I do need to do maybe a lick of research. A lick, maybe just, just a lick. Like if it if it if it's called Showgirls, <laughs> anything like something that. Something like that. Okay, my next pick, Burlesque. We need to. Watch oh, we burlesque. do need to watch Burlesque. That'll be my pick. But anyways, the pick this week <laughs> was The Haunting, 1963, directed by Robert Wise, who um. You might know as the director of The Sound of Music, my <laughs> third favorite movie of all time. What are the first two again? <laughs> what are the first, my first two favorite movies? Yeah. Oh, Carol. Right. Thelma and Louise. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we need to watch Thelma and Louise again. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, he directed The Sound of Music and West Side Story. Oh, two fantastic musicals. That one. And then, um, oh, he also directed this. This movie called I Want to Live with Susan Hayward, which apparently is really good, according to Interesting. Margot, friend of the pod. Period. But anyway, so he, those are his like two other most famous movies. And then he directed The Haunting, 1963, kind of in between those two. And well, I mean, do you want to give a summary? No. Or should I give? <laughs> no. Okay. It's about these uh, people can... who there's this yeah. house. There's a house. The Hill House. <laughs> built by Hugh Crane. Hugh Crane. Hugh Space Crane with a C. And he built it for his wife, who like on her way there, I think, or I don't remember. And I said she she had a car crash with like a tree in front of the house and passed away. Yeah. Anyway, legend says in the last it's built for what, 90 years? It's haunted. Super haunted. People go, they don't stay. Or they die. <laughs> so, what's going on? Yes. We are going to find out while we watch, uh, what is his name? Mc, mc, mm, Markway. Markway. John Markway. This anthropologist, doctor. hashtag endographic fieldwork, throw yourself <laughs> in the field hashtag and see <laughs> what you find out. Hashtag anthropology 101. And so he finds these people to go with him 
stay in the house and see <laughs> what happens. Are the people delusional? Are they crazy? Where Is it find real? The people, Naja? Um, I don't really know. Okay. Off the street. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, Eleanor. Well, She's uh, gay and <laughs> traumatized. <laughs> then we have um, Theodora, yeah. who's also gay and traumatized. Then we have the man who, to me, I don't know what his name was, and he was <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> and you're the like, four of them will see. Of events. <laughs> like, <laughs> the four of it's them so will telling. find out what happens in the haunting of Hill House. I think you basically captured. I it. did. I, I think you basically. I think. Did. I think my summaries will always <laughs> be <laughs> the most real because I watch people. I watch these things from a different lens than you. It's true. Um, I will give some additional context. Nelly, my Nell. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> we can't. We can't get in there yet. And we will. Anyway, we will. Um. The Haunting originally it's it's a book adaptation. True. So it was written. It's originally a novel called The Haunting of Hill House, written by Shirley hashtag Jackson. Netflix, hashtag Mike Flanagan. <laughs> we'll get into that because <laughs> we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, um, it's a 1959 novel by Shirley Jackson. Um, I mean Shirley, Shirley Jackson is fucking legend. Um, Mother, but especially for this, like she she ate with this one. Anyway, they this is the first adaptation. There's a 1999 version, and of course, with Catherine Zeta Jones as Theo, which I need to see personally. And then there's the <laughs> which I need to see personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about that. And then there's the uh, the Mike Flanagan Netflix adaptation with right um, that bitch Victoria Kate Kate Siegel Katie Siegel. Oh, but yeah, the where the doctor finds the people that he's like conducting this ethnographic field work to find the ghosts or find what's haunting Hill House right. is he kind of looks through studies and like reports of people who have had experiences with the supernatural before. So that's where he gets our, I guess the protagonist would be Eleanor. And I Eleanor, basically her past is she's spent her whole life taking care of her invalid mother who has just died and that's her kind of like she's been kind of having experiences where she communicates with her mother um dead mother Mm -hmm. and claire bloom aka theodora aka theo the doctor finds theo because theo has had like feels like kind of like um can like kind of read minds and and she's gay and she's gay and she has like kind of a uh, a connection to the other world that has been established in mm-hmm. in other situations something like that yeah but in terms of like our actual viewing experience what were your what were your first thoughts what do you mean my first thoughts like what Coming into this. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We're coming into this what? No, no. Coming into this, like, getting into it. What? How did you... How were you feeling? (laughs) About the film. (laughs) Okay. I'll give my summary. It was long. It didn't feel long, though. Yeah. I thought it was two hours, and I was like, whoa. Pretty well paced. This is moving pretty fast. Yeah. My takes. Eleanor dramatic drama drama girl relax yeah also she was so wishy-washy are you mad are you not mad yeah do you want to kiss or do you want to push me off the roof i can't tell (laughs) i don't know she had this romantic obsession with the doctor weird when you have theo right there your priorities Mm -hmm. in place i think not (laughs) (laughs) when you have fine ass claire bloom after you are you kidding um yeah also watching this was really fun because on the projector in the room people's faces get really distorted on wrinkles <laughs> in the blanket so i have i had a blast whenever eleanor was on the left side of the screen and her face just got destroyed it was really funny 
No, but I mean, I thought honestly for a horror movie, not that I've seen horror movies, other ones from this time, but like, even though this one's not like a gore mm-hmm. horror kind of thing, like, had I seen this in theaters at this time, I'd be like, oh, spooky ooky ooky. Like, Listen, okay. Nadra, I was telling you, the first time I watched this, I was in bed in the dark. I mean, I wasn't scared at all, but I can acknowledge. I was terrified. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> Spice scares this is like This is like anyway. the most, this is the most scary I can handle. Are you like, kidding? With my eyes There wasn't even a jump the scare. Time. There was. Girl, barely. You haven't seen, you haven't seen a horror film if you think that was scary. Oh, I have seen horror films, but I covered my eyes because <laughs> I can't handle it. This Sometimes, is like, this is the most for me, I'm not, I'm not like into, into horror, open. but like there are, like for example, my, when Hereditary came out, my sister wanted to see it so bad and my dad took us to see it and I was in that theater shitting myself and my dad brought a blanket and he had headphones on him and I took the headphones, I put them on and I put the blanket over my head and I played music and my dad was like, I paid for this ticket. You were to take that shit off. <laughs> There's no... And I was like, you're you kind of right. If you paid me a million dollars to like sit in a movie theater, <laughs> keep my eyes open for Hereditary. Hereditary. Keep my eyes and I haven't seen it since. It freaks me out. It's and now terrifying. I probably could watch it. Meanwhile, I'm going to go see Midsummer in theaters, director's cut. But I've also seen Midsummer. Midsummer is like. It's I've also not seen it so many though. times yeah. that, like, it's not. It's, I'm, I'm so. It's I'm, thr- I'm through. It's in the same way. It's, it's, as all, it's all in the daytime, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm so excited to see that, though. I'm so. The director's cut in theater. Anyway, point is horror sometimes gags me, sometimes doesn't. But I also. I don't seek it, really. Right. You know, every once in a while I go and I see. But it is spooky season. I wasn't right. I wasn't like scared. I wasn't scared. But I did appreciate a lot of the cinematography with making it like Mm -hmm. the motion was very good. The motion was very good. Um, Like it was very like twisty turny, whatever, whatever. I thought that the the. Um, I thought that the blocking was good in a lot of the shots and the, um, what's it called? The framing. The framing and, yeah. what was I going to say? The, yeah, like the, um, the placement and the directing <laughs> was really good. Um, <laughs> um, no, I agree. I think yeah. the framing, there's a lot of shots, like, I think similar to the children's hour in yes. that sense, when it's black and white cinematography, you get a certain depth and like contrast that's really mm-hmm. important, especially for it's horror. True. But yeah. you always need to like have framing in mind when you're doing. I think black and white cinematography for sure is what I've observed in these like mm-hmm. older films because that really makes or breaks it. It does because like, the fucking dynamic. The colors already are flat, if you will. Not that's a yeah. bad thing, but like because you don't have color to make things stand out, something's got to stand out. Exactly, and so something. they had a lot of like good like contrasty shots. Yeah, but there's like there's one there's a specific framing moment. In the, I remember what it was. Where it was, it. I think it was Theo looking up at Eleanor, looking up at the doctor who was looking oh. at his wife. Oh, oh, which I remember this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just like very mm-hmm, perfectly mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. capturing all the dynamics mm-hmm. in one shot. So mm-hmm. you know, I always appreciate that. Yeah, I yeah. definitely get that. Yeah. yeah. No, me too. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Should we talk about what we're really? Here I was for? gonna say anyway. <laughs> let's press the fast forward button let's and get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah. The nitty gritty, Theo. So just to just to give some context, l- l- actually, there's no need to. Give there's context. no context. There's no These context. These bitches gay. These bitches gay. Boom. There is there is a scene that it was cut out <gasps> from the beginning of the film though, which originally. When we're kind of coming into the, to the before we come into the house, really, we see Eleanor's introduction. She's at home, and her sister's getting annoyed with her, and she's like, "Can I borrow the car?" And her sister's like, "No," and then she steals it. Anyway, there was supposed to be a scene of Theo's apartment, oh, with her living with another woman, oh, to kind of you know give some subtext, confirm the homo, confirm the homo a little more. But, I mean, there really is no need for it. I guess it's, not. it's all there. She does not say it's a single line that's not gay. That's my... Not like, a single watching one. Watching this again, I was, wa- I was just, like, concentrating on the other the whole time. I was like, there's... I don't think there's a single <laughs> action there's or not. line or, like, 
per like act, like in terms look, of acting choices. A, yes, there was not a single a acting movement. choice that was not motivated by, by homosexual homosexual thoughts, thoughts behaviors, thickness, etc. Claire Bloom, like that's the thing. Claire Bloom knew, you know, going into this that Theo's gay because Theo's written mm-hmm. right. to be gay, and she and like compared to that. like the Children's Hour where they didn't really discuss it. Yeah. But her, like, every single fucking choice she makes... Oh, my God. Mother is, is alive and well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, She says she's, like, proud of, like, her gay, like, role or whatever. Aww. Yeah, she's a queen. She's Period. But, yeah. Let's get into, like, the specific moments. Because there are so many. I have some quotes. But honestly, not enough. I only I'm gonna, wrote... I'm definitely going to, like, intercut quotes from the movie yes. into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just because the delivery... Is much better than I could ever imagine. But yeah. I do have two written. What what are, what did you one of them is to write down? By the time I'm through with you, you'll be a different person. <laughs> <laughs> now, what in the hell could that mean? What directed, do you mean directed at Eleanor? Directed at Eleanor. Yeah. The other one is when they're going to the room. We'll have fun. Dot dot dot. Like sisters. <laughs> like sisters. Girl. I think you'd better move in with Eleanor. You're the doctor. Oh, but that's my room, my very own room. Well, I wouldn't want to run the risk of either of you spending another night alone. Oh, but don't get all hung up now. We'll have fun. Like sisters. Incest? We'll have well, fun. Like sisters. That's the only two I wrote down. That, no, it's I wrote, I wrote a few down as well. I mean... But they're all bad. Not also bad, the fact but that like when bad. they When they, like, meet... Theo automatically calls her Nell. And she's Nelly like, my Nell. Nell my Nell. And she's like, she and Eleanor's like, how did you times? know that was my nickname? She's like, oh, you know, it's just like a common nickname. And then she's like, um, for close, you know, for close friends. And then she's like, you know, what close friends call Theodora's Theo. So you can call me Theo. I'm like, okay. And then she says something like, to my new companion. They toast yes. to my new companion. Yes. I'd like to drink to... Uh, to just us, good companions. Excellent. To my new companion. Except, except I don't drink. That moment? Gay ass. <laughs> I saw gay, so I said gay. At what point did you know that it was going to be gay going in? Yeah, girl, you told me. Okay. It's like a hundred times. Like, <laughs> that's why you were like, this movie's actually gay. Like, it's actually gay. So I was waiting for the kiss. Oh. Because I thought, by you saying it's actually gay. It's actually gay. We've like, watched a lot of gay coded things. Like, I mean, as and yes, to, like, this all one, about Yes, Eve. no, no, no. I do agree in terms of that it's, you can very clearly see it's like actually yeah. gay. But, I, but when you said that, I thought you meant like, I was going to see some action. Oh, it's 1960. Right? I know. That's what actually, I thought. We have to watch the walk. I didn't think any crazy action, action, but I was thinking like even a smooch on the kiss. There is some action, girl. You know what I mean? Not insane things. I'm not talking about crazy shit. I mean, when they, um, when Theo's scared and Eleanor's scared, they both like hug each other. Whoa, a hug. (laughs) (laughs) They cuddle. You just like suppressed shit. That's what it is. (laughs) But what movie did you say we have to watch? Oh, apparently, okay, I've never seen this movie. Oh. The Walk on the Wild Side has Jane Fonda, Capuchine, and Barbara yeah. Stanwyck. And apparently, there's like, there's gay, there's like. Actually gay? Physical expressions of gay. Wow. Yeah. What was the first movie ever According. to have physical expression of lesbianism? I've actually seen it. It's a silent film from like nine, 18 something. Oh, wow. Let Where did check. you get that? <laughs> what do you mean? Where did you find that? I think it's on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> it's like because it's like a, like a seminal like. Oh, okay, it's like okay. literally one of the first. Got it. So it's like yeah, that makes sense. Let me actually find it because it's. I mean, it's iconic. Hey, we should watch it. Just take a walk. We should a cover it on the pod. Yeah. It's called The Kiss, eighteen eighty two, Edward Moybridge. It's like forty seconds long. Oh wow! Yeah, it was um, iconic. But yeah, I mean other other Theo things. I just wrote down like all my notes are just Theo being gay. The way Theo peels her apple, gay. Theo reading minds, that's also gay in my opinion. Because why are you reading minds? Dude, get out of my head, bro. Exactly. Gay. Gay. Um 
Theo clutching onto Nell when scared. Gay. Gay. What are you afraid of? Gay. And Theo says, and then Theo says, of knowing what I really want. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm nauseous. Fucking real. And I'm nauseous. Theo calling Nell baby. Uh, That's just too much. uh, Don't call me that. (laughs) Or Nell my Nell. Nelly my Nell. Nelly my Nell. When she, when she was talking about thrifting and how she loves thrifting. <laughs> Girl, come on. In her apartment. Oh, my it's God. It's all gay. Oh, yeah. This, um, when she's talking about, like, she's talking about, like, her apartment and saying, like, oh, you know, we love thrifting. We do this, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then Eleanor's like, are you married? And the way Theo says no. No. <laughs> I'm going to play that clip right now. You have to. You have to. What's your apartment like? Oh, it's an old place we furnished ourselves from a lot of stuff we picked up in the junk shops. We both love fixing over old things. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> you married? No. It was so mischievous. It's so sh- She's like, no. Like, <laughs> girl, oh, then what? Who the is look she? Like, how do you say, how do you deliver no? Yeah. In such a way that she is ate. so fucking, she like. She Good night, Nelly Minel. Oh, and then, and then, and we then. have the we have the unnatural scene. Which one? The one where Nell calls Theo unnatural. Oh, 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 that one. Yeah. I thought she meant like something unnatural. I was like, the whole movie has. Oh that. yeah, yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, you poor stupid innocent! I'd rather be innocent than like you. Meaning what? Now, who's being stupid and innocent? You know perfectly well what I mean. Is this another of your crazy hallucinations? I'm not crazy. Crazy as a loon. You really expect me to believe you're sane and the rest of the world is mad? Well, why not? The world is full of inconsistencies. Unnatural things. Nature's mistakes, they're called. You, for instance. Did you... Do you think... Does this color your perception of of Nell? Um, That she's homophobic? Do we think Nell is gay? Well... Not really, and also, I don't like her anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, frankly, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of annoying. But yeah, she I is think, kind of annoying. yeah, her calling Theo unnatural, that was just the nail in the coffin. I don't care about that bitch. That's why she died. <laughs> that's why she died. <laughs> and that's why she died. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That bitch did. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I also have Nellie might be insane, but the craziest part of her is not going after Theo. There's just no way you slept in a room with her and didn't smash. Yeah, what? this is why I never, I'll never understand straight women. Cause <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You got you got fucking Claire Bloom. You got fucking Theo right up there, looking at you saying, "No, I'm not married." Hello. That's the passageway. Yeah, that's the passageway. Also, I just want to mention, Nell kind of reminds me a little bit of some of, like, Deborah Carr's characters. Interesting. And I want to make a connection. Because, okay. you know. Make your connection. Yeah, I'll make you my connection. You know I'm not going to be able to. But you're free. <laughs> Basically, um, there's, let me find the year. But Deborah Carr and Claire Bloom were actually in a movie together. OMG. Yeah. Oh, God. It's really obscure. We have to watch that. It's it's like it's a short film. Okay, real. It's from 1986. So they're both like you know, 60s. Yeah, 70s. Uh, no, not 70s. No, 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 no. 60s, 50s, maybe. Yeah, I'll say like yeah. 50s. Um, it's 35 minutes long, and it's basically about two friends, Anne and Debbie, um, meet for drinks to discuss marriage difficulties. So listen, I've seen this. Be for real. It's not. It's not explicitly gay. There's but, just no way. Who directed there are, it? <laughs> there are there are there are undertones. Uh this woman called June Housen. Cause of course. I'm How gonna do you spell Housen. H O W S O N. But yeah, the fact that two of my faves, two of my faves are in a a movie together, a short film. That also, it just makes me happy. Oh, she's a director for um, Coronation Street, oh. which is a famous British soap. 
Her name is June? June, yes. Born in Keeley, Bradford, West Yorkshire, England, UK. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Debbie ate. That's my little Deborah Carr connection of the day. Real. Yeah. Always got to slip that in there for sure. Um, Naja, what did you think of the sound design since you're a sound expert now? It was good. And the score. I like the score a lot, actually. I thought I was kind of like, good. let me pull out Shazam, you know? <laughs> Shazam for the... See what's crack a lack Just to spice up my walks down Calm Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Be> like, oh. <laughs> that, oh, what was that? What was that? What's on my left side? It's just some guy on a scooter. My bad. <laughs> Um, it was spooky. It's spooky, ooky, ooky. No, I'm silly. It was no, I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Like the, the the also like the effect of like whatever's haunting. The, the yeah, house. yeah, like the yeah. Walking. Oh my god! And the, one of the big sound moments I re- remember was I don't remember what scene it was, but it was like these like it sounded like I don't know if it was little kids or little girls like kind of oh, screaming, yeah. and it would go like from like being really loud to being like very very subtle, but yeah. you could still hear it. Like it was low. But you still knew what it was. Speaking of sound, how the hell did they do sound design the, in these <laughs> days? We need to. We need to. What like, watch the heck, a Lena? How? <laughs> we need to watch a documentary about like how like films with film are made. How? Because I understand how they cut the picture, but I don't understand how they <laughs> did text, and I don't understand how they did sound. You know, I I really I feel like I should know this. You I should. Have no fucking clue. I'm gonna read like a history of sound design book. I'm not going to read the history of sound. No, you're book. not. In my, We're going to watch a documentary. In my heart, I'll we'll, read a book. We'll watch a little doc. We will. We'll find one. There but, has to be one. Yeah, I mean, you the f- the sound is... Like, how do you how do you sync? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. No what clue. am I even syncing? Yeah. Because my F8, Richard, we put an SD card in there. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have SD cards back then. <laughs> yeah. Hello? I mean, I assume they recorded it onto, like, some sort of tape slash, well, that was, like, 80s slash record. I don't, I don't. I, I still really don't, don't even know. understand how record players work. And now that I, I understand actually how do know that. CDs work or VHS tape, I don't get it. I can explain a uh, record player. Like, I know, like, whatever, needle, whatever. It's the grooves. It's, like, um, we actually learned about it in CS 101. Bye. But it's basically like it's like binary digits, and like okay, it's like <laughs> sure whatever <laughs> they say, <laughs> whatever no. they say. It's like it's like either like no groove or groove. This is what this is like my groove? rudimentary rudimentary understanding. It's like it's like either down or up, down or up, and then a certain combination of those different down or up, yes or no, will create a um will form like uh information about right how right. where uh, right, listen i don't right. know i don't know exactly like i said sure <laughs> same thing with with a movie cd in what universe whatever whatever you say please <laughs> <laughs> sure it's all about the binary digits mm-hmm. i'm we need to look this up mm. because i'm not educated yeah on the topic clearly clearly i actually um Moving past the movie, I think I screenshotted stuff I wanted to talk about on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Moving past the movie. Wait, where is it? My sister posted something really funny. I have to tell you after. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have screenshots about Claire Bloom. There's also, we have to watch an interview. There's an interview with Claire Bloom about the haunting, which I need to watch. I was going to watch it before the podcast, but clearly time has not been on my side, but I will be reporting back about that. But there is a quote about Claire Bloom and the lesbian content of the film. Mm. And she's like, about the cut scene. Yeah. In fact, you didn't know anything about her rather than knowing this heavy handed stuff about her that was originally in. Mm. At first, I was disappointed. 
But when I saw the film itself, I realized, of course, how correct he was. <laughs> That's because she said, I ate, and you could tell exactly. I'm regardless. She's like, yeah, I think the message came across. I think I... Scene. Yeah. I think it was pretty obvious. <laughs> Me, personally. Uh, oh, yeah. Um... Apparently, film censors demanded that Theo never be shown directly touching Eleanor as they felt this would make her lesbianism too explicit. Girl, people are so boring. Yet somehow, yeah, it's not entirely clear how the scenes of like them hugging made the cut. Um, but there's a gentle suggestion in The Haunting that Theodora might have some kind of romantic or sexual feeling for Eleanor. Gentle suggestion? Gentle! Gentle! <laughs> Girl, Theo was in a completely different movie. Theo was in a different movie. Theo, By the Theo time I'm not, through with you, you'll be a different person. Theo was not. Girl. She, Theo was not paying attention to these fucking people in the walls. <laughs> she had one goal and one goal only. Oh, my God. And that's all I'll say on that. Probably not. I'll probably talk about this for like forever. Oh, yeah. In the original scene that was cut, it was clear that Theodora had just broken up with her girlfriend the words, I hate you, could be seen written on the mirror in lipstick while Theo shouted out the window. Oh, true. So, apparently that was that. Damn, she said, I'm going to go to this haunted house and I'm going to cure my sadness. Yeah. If I even have any. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Not Real quick. Serious. Anyway, I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that clip right now and then y'all will listen. Is he gay or what? He's not gay in real life. Stop casting straight people as queer characters, you pieces of sh Were they both Sorry. straight in red, white versus royal blue? I must, have you seen that one? I've never seen that before in my life. I, I thought we, I thought we stopped doing that at Blaine after Glee. Right. That's what the thing is. Like okay. they gear it towards straight women, not like the queer community at all. I think it's also odd because like, I've had this conversation about Love, Simon and how that gay movie was geared towards straight people in general. Yeah. It was like this beautiful, like, maybe like a little bit high school bullying like moment but then he comes out his whole family loves him his whole family's accepting and then he finds a boyfriend and then he falls in love and it's every queer story you want to witness ever but most queer people are sad as shit and we constantly get our heart broken like yeah. that's so not true and most of us like don't ever find someone until we're way older and you want to know why because we're too scared to come out because of bitches like you killing us yeah with swords on a football field wait can i just ask what the end is what do you mean killing us with swords on a football field Oh, that was about Bottoms. Is that a Bottoms reference? Yeah. Yes, but I'm confused what that point was. Me too, Naja. Me too. I just want to discuss. Killing I just want to. Who? Didn't I, they kill the football players? Listen, listen, Naja. Number, I have two points to make. Point one is about straight people playing gay characters. Point two is about this narrative of queer uh, suffering. Okay, point one. Naja, I want to ask you. <laughs> Do you think it's okay for quote unquote straight people, straight actors to play queer characters? I do. Now, do I think we should be giving more if they're qualified gay people, like queer actors, the opportunity to play queer roles? Obviously. But do I think that they need to be queer? Not not all the time, no. Rachel Sennett's ass isn't queer. Io and Debiri's ass isn't queer. And I think they played good queer characters. You don't know that also. That's true. They also both That's said true. That is true. Not not knowingly queer is my point. My thing but is, I think straight heterosexuality, you like defining, like splitting up, limiting a character's casting options because of a binary distinction between heterosexuality and queer identity is in itself contradictory to the idea of queerness as mm -hmm. a movement, as an identity, right? Because how are you fucking defining someone? Point, you're pointing at someone, knowing nothing about them, or maybe yeah. you do some, know something about them, but you're pointing at someone, you'll be like, this person's straight, they shouldn't play this character. Yeah. Because of our perception of them. Mm -hmm. I think I get I get the argument. And I do think that it's, you know, someone who who is queer, 
will have a better understanding of a character who is queer. Yeah. But also, I think that plays out in their performance, mm-hmm. right? I think it it also like obviously this is not th- this is a nuance, right? If you're casting a queer character as like a side character in whatever movie versus a protagonist in like a big drama film, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be different pools that you're pulling from, and right. that also affects and you know funding and all that. Yeah. However. However, just in, if we're just thinking like logically, if we're just thinking like, you know, in a perfect world where money isn't a thing, mm-hmm. ultimately, I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the person who plays the character best is yes. the person for that. And I think you know, the we don't know we don't know shit about Claire Blue. True, <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell the you. The only reason why I think it just becomes more important is just. Just for like, I'm talking about strictly like sexuality. Also, I I don't mean this to like extend into like trans identity and like yeah, that's a different thing. Like I think that's completely different. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of like strict sexuality, it's it's kind yeah. But also, a, are we yeah. limiting straight people to be played by straight people? <laughs> We're not. <laughs> no. No. Gay people. Like, have you seen fucking Sarah Paulson's filmography? I mean. You know, and yeah. there's, there's always like codes and things that you can like subtextually see. And I, well, not to get like too deep into it, but heterosexuality as like a concept is not, you know, a, I don't think it's a strict thing. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Just putting a lid on that. But mm-hmm. like, <laughs> closing that can. Closing that can. But like, just in general, I think it's it's similar to like, policing it's not i don't want to make this comparison like just wishy-washy but to me it's a similar case of like limiting trans people's ability to change or to exist in the world or change their legal documents because of like genital sex change surgery whether they have that or not yeah 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 it's because like sexual preference we don't fucking see that. Yeah. How is that going to affect our daily lives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about... It's Look, maybe... I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're, like, in film. But, like, if the performance is there, the performance is there. Exactly. Is the way I see it. I do think representation, Carol? obviously, in terms of, like, body of... Of cast. Like, and, like, if there's... Like, if... Like obviously, I think it is good to see queer people play queer people. Oh, but I don't absolutely. think I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah not no, saying, I'm not like, saying you're not saying people. That. Yeah, 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 but I'm not. I don't inherently hate when, like, okay, for example, like the L word, right? The L word, iconic. The Jennifer L word, reveals? those bitches gay. No, almost none. Okay, Shane is gay and Alice is gay in real life. The rest of them, not at all. Not and at I'd all. have no clue because yeah. when I found that out, I was gay. Jennifer Beale said that playing that role made her realize, like, even confirmed to her that she wasn't gay. Yeah. And that that b- bet—that's insane. Gay bet as Porter? Are you kidding? Bet Porter. Uh-uh. Bet Porter. What to like me you like, like on TV? Obviously, that show was a mess. But in terms, and they had <laughs> they had misrepresentation in other areas. I yeah. think, but obviously, also for its time, it was just you know too early two thousand. What were you? What did you expect? But oh damn! But point is, like almost none of them were actually gay, and they played gay really fucking oh, well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I. Listen, obviously... Because also, we don't even know. That's the thing. Like, obviously, some people have been like, no, I'm straight. But generally, we really have no idea. You and can, just and because they're dating draw, men doesn't yeah. always mean that they're 100% You can always draw on, like, hetero. other aspects of, like, you know, marginalized identity, blah, blah, blah. To, exactly. Like, inform a, a... Like, listen, I'm, I'm not saying this is, like... This is definitely not the same thing. But, like, when Kate Blanchett played Carol... Right. People asked her, like... Oh, like, are you gay? Like, have you had gay experiences? And she's like, you wouldn't ask me this if I was playing a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, completely different situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, the the concept is still like it's a mm-hmm. fair point, right? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, she played it so well. People were asking her if she's right, gay in real life. right, right. Ultimately, like. I think I love I love seeing gay people play gay roles. Obviously, like, obviously, I, that makes me so happy. Yeah. But should we be like policing and like canceling shows if they have like straight people playing gay roles? Like whatever happened with fucking Heartstopper, 
Absolutely what happened? not. Well, the know. guy that got outed by his fans, Nick, whatever. Outed? Like, yeah. He was straight? Or no, gay? no, no, no. Pe- well, but people were like, oh, he's straight. He shouldn't be playing this role. Oh. Then he, like, eventually, like, came out as oh. bisexual because of the pressure. Oh, he's, like, oh that's fucked really up. Bad. Yeah. Which, you know, it's fucked up. And I think it's antithetical to the purpose of, you know, a qu- the queer movement, which yeah. is, fuck it, we ball. Everyone's doing different. what they want to do yeah exactly. i think we get so wrapped up in labels and and, and groups and categories yeah. that we like do the exact shit we don't want to be done to it, us absolutely absolutely that's like a the core tenant of like yeah, yeah of queer theory queer activism yeah. and theory but yeah i mean it, it is all fucked and yeah. there's a lot of movies on that but anyway that video next point was about queer suffering next point was about queer suffering because this guy says like um, most people, queer people, are sad as shit, and we constantly get our heart broken. Listen, there is queer suffering. I won't yeah. deny that. But number one, the, in the the demographic of these people, white middle class. <laughs> I'm fearing. I'm fearing <laughs> as a white middle class queer myself, there was not a lot of suffering for me. And I think this. I've, you know, I've been, you know, I mean, it, you know, it depends. But Familial issues can, can of course, cross always. There's always, there's, I mean, it's obviously always going to be some, there's always going to be, you know, you know issues, you know boundaries. What? But, but, um, <laughs> but, 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 there is this, I am a little frustrated with the constant, like, I was reading about this for my, Gay class, basically, but they were there's. They, I am frustrated with this constant kind of narrative with queer people that everyone has to have like, like a suffering story or like, oh, yeah. I had it so hard or blah 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 blah, in order to their for their queer identity to be validated. To be valid, uh huh. And there was an example in this reading I was doing where the author, the author, the author, asked like her lesbian, um friends who are married like oh you know how's like being married how's like being a lesbian in this world mm-hmm. they're like oh you know it's so hard and we had such a hard time getting married and they automatically jump to the, these like stories of queer suffering and blah blah yeah. blah um when in reality they were like chilling they were happy they got yeah. they were married they were like fucking up the instant like you know it's yeah. it's also just i think like especially media representation wise I also just don't even think that's a great point to make because yeah. in most queer media, in in the last recent, and by recent I mean like two years recent, like we've had a bit more of happy endings, but most stuff that's involved queer couples, whatever, and really devastatingly. And it's yeah. like also regardless of like the amount of people that have obviously endured queer suffering, which a lot of people have, Absolutely, I don't yeah. want that to always be what I watch. I don't want to have to feel like, I have to say, you know what I mean? Because me, me personally too, I haven't like endured suffering because coming I'm queer. from an and obviously urban that's, environment. Yeah, where, obviously yeah. that is revolved around a lot of things. Yeah. Like my parents happen to be very supportive. I've well, that's been, the experience with a lot of people. I've grown up in yeah. supportive areas. My schools have been supportive, and obviously, I'm acknowledging not everyone is yeah. like that. Obviously, but it just it's not like not everyone has suffered yeah. and i feel like it's also not great to push the fact that like we shouldn't even have happy couples in media because queer people it's don't not realistic because it's not realistic because that's not true it is realistic it is it's obvious both are realistic yeah. is the problem is the point not the problem yeah. both are realistic so let's not say that one is the only one like to be like more queer people aren't happy like why is that what we want to say why is that like yeah and it's also like, it's there comes a point where it's important to recognize that there are differences in how pe- queer people experience life as a queer person. Yeah. And that helps to, you know, direct our attention to like who actually needs the fucking help. Yeah. Cause these exactly. middle-class white gay men living in New York, <laughs> the, if they were, if they were straight, they would be ruling the fucking world. Yeah. And so the only thing well, that we can makes get them... Into, ab- we, get, we can get into oppression Olympics and how yeah, a lot of white queer people use queer identity to feel oppressed. Exactly. But that's a whole different other problem. But if and they it didn't exists, have that obviously. thing, they yeah. would be running... The, and that's why it's so emphasized. But yeah, absolutely. And if, if we don't recognize that who has it bad, because it's always, always who has it worse. Yeah. People of color, trans people... 
and lower class. Lower class. Always. Like 100%. Always. Like, always. Right? And so it's... At the end of the day, if I look at you, you're white. That's yeah. the first thing I see. Yeah. <laughs> so it's important to recognize who's actually suffering and not... Yeah. And also... You're, why are we trying to? Why are we trying to promote this idea? That's of what I'm saying. Suffering? Why are we trying to make things sad? Why always. Are we trying to make this, being queer for me is so fucking it's fun. It's been literally liberating. It's like so, actually, I think about so my fun. life during my heteronormative era, and it was so yeah. trash. Like, queer people have fun. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> why are we trying to? Like, listen, I'm. I love a fucking depressing ass lesbian period piece dude portrait lady on fire it's i love sad. that shit I love the hours movie. i eat that shit up <laughs> in a movie i love it's devastating. I love all that. it's devastating but also how are how are we gonna criticize movies or tv shows like Heartstopper and whatever listen i get that it's kind of it's kind of for straight people i get that but also we're uh, who are we to be like no why why isn't he sadder why isn't he suffering yeah, I don't want my Let only. I don't life. want my only connection to being queer in media to be sadness. Exactly, it should that, be celebrated. Obviously, we can tell real yeah. stories of queer suffering because it's not that it doesn't exist. That's not the point that yeah. we're making. But it's also like, why does that have to be the only thing in terms of this exact mm-hmm. video and what they were saying? Yeah. Why does that have to be the only thing and we see? Exactly, that's only going to push further. Yeah. yeah, it just perpetuates the idea that all queer people have to have like this. Um, oppressive narrative where they were discriminated against because they were gay. And they like, oh, it's so hard for me to hold the hand of a woman in public. Like, and I got all these like, be for fucking real. If you're walking to New York, Girl, I was walking in New York with Sarah, <laughs> and we were holding hands. And it was Pride Weekend, so uh-huh. obviously it's at an all-time high. And we were in Brooklyn, so yeah. eh, those two together, <laughs> yeah. like, come on, please. But these two men, who I presume were gay, were like, yes, gay, yes, <laughs> like, whatever. And even on the streets of Boston, like, no one gives a fuck. No one and gives obviously, a fuck. girl, if where you we the are somewhere, yes, we we are entirely yeah. acknowledging we're privileged in our area. Especially me, I've grown up in the Northeast where things are pretty liberal. I've yeah. also grown up in the Northeast urban areas because I know there are definitely parts of New York that are Hicksville, Hicksville. But I've grown up in New York City, Boston, very gay, very liberal. So Absolutely. I know that's the experience I've had. And I'm not saying we should ever silence experience of you know small town or not even small town people who people people with people parents who, in, who exactly are who are not accepting yeah, and crazy yeah. they exist just making that clear yeah we are not saying that's not real we're not saying religious trauma is not is not real we're not saying obviously there are some people who unfortunately don't have good relationships till they're older because of multiple different factors yeah. in terms of just i mean there's a million reasons why that you know a lot of people have that truth but let's not make it that that's the only thing we want to see absolutely. on the media because that's just not helping anyone. And we it, can do both. Yeah. No, absolutely. We can do both. And it creates a binary of like in this cancellation world, mm-hmm. we're creating a binary where like, okay, it has a straight actor playing a queer character and it's happy. Fuck no. This yeah. is realistic. Girl, since when has entertainment been I was realistic? Say, movies are not realistic. That's the point. That's what makes them fun. <laughs> you know my screenwriting uh, TA said today? What? He was like, real life is fucking boring. Yeah. We want fiction. That's why it's fun. That's <laughs> what actually is fun. That's why we read shit. That's yeah. why we watch movies. I watch things to like not always reflect exactly what I'm going through always. Yeah. And sometimes I do. One thing about me, I love a movie about life. That's oh, just same. about the bane. The worst person in the world, that movie is just about literally a girl. That's why we it's like for two and a half film. hours. That's why we like that's Jean Delon. That's Norwegian, <laughs> the foreigner. Yeah. The foreigner. Yeah. You know what I mean? The people like what the Oscars would call foreign language films. Yeah. <laughs> um, Norway, Norway. Two of my favorite movies, I was gonna say about this, are, are not English movies. But point is, they get real about life, and I love that. But also, yeah. it doesn't always need to be. I want to also see queer happy couples. Because I've also like, yeah. I've been listening to so many podcasts where they talk about the exact opposite of that and talking about how they don't always want to see every time queer people are together. One of them dies. One of them has to move away. One of them mm-hmm. queer, like, even if it's not queer suffering in terms of internal, like, a one-person suffering yeah. thing, just a queer couple. Like, exactly. we don't always want to see something go wrong. The we problem, don't always want to see And the that. problem doesn't, like, even if something goes wrong in the relationship, obviously there has to be drama yeah. to create a compelling story. But the conflict doesn't need to be always about their queerness. It can be exactly. about, like, that's, you know, that's exactly. what's fun also about, yeah. like, bottoms and, like, mm-hmm. moves like that, where it's, like, Queerness is at the center. It is. But it wasn't like that's the not the issue. issue. That's not the issue. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
glad anyway. I got that off my chest. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Now that's on the internet. Okay. Well, anyway, let's get to recommendations. Do you have a recommendation? I have. I just want to shout out. I just want to mention the fact that I saw Liv Ullman in the flesh after seeing Persona, after mentioning Persona on the pod last week. Yeah. And then I see Liv Ullman in person. Yeah, that's crazy. That was a big moment for me. That was like, shit. Um, I'll shout out. But I have another recommendation. But what's do you have a um, listen to collage by Carly Rae Jepsen? <laughs> collage, girl, Carly Rae. I went I went into this the other day. But my first of all, lesbian icon queen, Miss Draco. She's listening to this podcast. Anyway, she used to talk about Carly Rae, and I was always like, girl, Carly Rae Jepsen, like one hit one. But no, oh no, she has a very large fan base, and yeah. she. I, I'm just not into her like pop really, mm. which is why I don't listen to her. But this song, Collage, I've been streaming. It's fire. She ate. Okay, send me it. Stream. I will. It's definitely not the normal shit you listen to, but like, okay. I'll stream. I'll stream. Okay. I do like a, a little Carly Rae Jepsen yeah. once in a while. Anyway, so yeah. Stream Collage. With a K. <laughs> oh, with a K. Yeah. When did this come out? Is it new? Who knows? Watch I, it be like it came out last week. <laughs> it came out July. Okay. I have a recommendation. What is it? Make it's it something. Fast. Okay quick um did you ever watch <laughs> one day at a time the adaptation netflix okay no, i know a lot about it i never watched it though anyway um justina Machado. okay justina Machado. machado listen <laughs> i don't know um she's in this sh- new prime show called the horror of dolores roach whoa and i've been eating it uh, <laughs> i don't justina, know when you find time to watch tv um i just i Listen, I don't. I just don't <laughs> sleep. Um, but Justina is, she's eating it up. Basically, it's like a twist on Sweeney Todd, if you know Sweeney Todd. Oh. Sweeney Todd is basically about this guy who starts cutting up people and putting them to meat pies and selling Whoa. them. So that's kind of like, it's kind of like a, a Washington Heights version of that. And she's putting them into empanadas. Uh-uh. But... No fucking way. Yeah, it's That's so good. iconic. I'm like on the third, ep- fourth episode. It's it's really good so far. So definitely recommend checking that out. Okay. Because it's, it's fire. I've been slowly re-watching Dickinson. So. Ooh. Why? Well, <laughs> I, I never even finished it. I've just been showing Sarah like the first season. Oh, yeah. Okay. The first season's fire. No, it's solid. No, listen, it's solid. Yeah, it's solid. I just wouldn't just re-watch. Just to watch every couple. Yeah. yeah, I really haven't rewatched it. I'm just yeah. like. Whenever, like, there's, like, a bit of free time and it's, like, let's put something on. I'm, like, okay, yeah. it's gay, it's cute, Haley Steinfeld. Like, A.O. Oh, Edabiri. Huh? A.O. Edabiri. She's in it? Yeah. Wait, she I'm was gonna... a writer and then she was in it. That's her. Yeah. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, yeah. my God. And when, and when I watched the show, I didn't know. Wow. Wait. Yeah. Okay, icon. Anyway, let's wrap this up because we yeah. have to go. We're, we're, like. Oh, no. We got to go. One hour time. We got to go eat. Yeah, we got to eat dinner. Mind. All right. Um, Empty your pockets. True. We'll Live see you next week. A happy life. Let Live happiness happy life. guide you yeah. in the best way you can. Please, whatever that means for stay you. Stay off. Stay off Twitter. Stay off Twitter. Don't right. post anything bad on Instagram, please. <laughs> I urge you, please. <laughs> you will regret it. Okay. Goodbye. Bye bye.